Ephesians 5.17 Therefore do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Put to death that nefesh that's wrong about literally everything. I'm ready to cut loose myself. The Christian experience has to be sacrificed. You have to have that soldier attitude. I don't care what they think. I'm here to obey the apostolic commandment. I want to fulfill God's will for my life. Which is the favor that Jesus had from his father by being perfect. Greetings, welcome in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and God bless you. How great the Father's love for us, amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the evidence that God loves us is that he gave mm. his son to die for us on the cross for the removal of mm. all our darkness and the resurrection of all our soul. Amen. So we're going to take the contents of your soul and we're going to separate the wheat from the tares <laughs> inside all of us. That's what the priesthood of the New Covenant is. We have a sacrificial sword, that's Hebrews 4.12, for the dividing of sunder of things that belong to the world and things that belong to Jesus Christ, the precious things of heaven. We want those things to increase in our hearts and minds and bones and marrow, as the verse writes. He divides even bone from marrow. Why? Because he's removing death from the bones. Ezekiel 37, can these dry bones live in the valley of death? I read uh, the, the Valley by Rick Joyner, one of his recent uh, books, and in the first chapter, Elijah says, we're standing at the edge of the valley of the shadow of death. And Elijah said, those who make it through this valley will live as few ever have. Wow. I think the key word there is, they will, live. they will live. This is the life on the sapphire stones, and the valley is getting through the earth, making it through the four circumcisions of foreskin and membrane of Malkut, and begin your life on the moon, the first sapphire stone going cosmic. And that's God's plan for every single one of you to ascend. The ascended life is the life in the heavens. We read in Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, which is a key scripture for this generation. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and those who live there. It's talking about an elevation of the inner man. If the inner man is in the dust of the earth, Satan's getting his rewards. God the Father said to the serpent in the garden, Dust will be your food all the days of your life. Well, his days are numbered because the dust is going to be removed from the earth during this time. That's why it is written, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, but blessed and exceedingly joyful are you who live, which means constant state of being, in the heavens. So we're learning how to repent of the earth and live in the heavens biblically. Amen. Amen. Do you ever wonder why it's the moon and the stars? You know, like the sun, moon, and stars. The sun, the moon, and the stars. Well, you know, the sun and the moon, they're in union in righteousness. It's about Tiferet and Shekinah. That really represents righteousness and faith. So the faith realm is the realm of the Sephirah. But when you go into Hebrews, I believe it's, is it chapter 11 that talks about the hall of fame, faith? 
And uh, it's, you know, Abraham believed in God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And then it goes on to talk about all these uh, men of God. And these, so there's men and women of God throughout the whole Bible. And in that, in Hebrews, you find just like a snippet of the highlights, but all the great men and women of God walk by faith. And so what does that mean? They walk by faith and not by sight. When Jacob was going to Laban's house to work for seven years, the sun went down in that, in, in the Kabbalah interpretation of the word is that meant he knew he was going to have to walk by faith and not by sight. Why? Tifra is the speculum that shines, which means you see the word, it's illuminated to you, there's wisdom, there's understanding that come down from above into that Tiferet Vav, and they're all working together like that, but when the sun goes down, when it's the dark night of the soul, or when you're going through some kind of night season, you can't see everything. The only thing you can see at that time is maybe the far off promises in the distant future that one point God had promised to you, and now you have to hold tight to it and believe that it's true, that God didn't go back on his word. And then the only other thing you can see is the next step right in front of your feet. That's when it says, the word of God is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So when you're walking through the dark night, or when you're in that time of walk by faith, when Jacob saw that the sun went down and then he had to go through Laban's house, right? It's not fun. It can be fun. But it's not always fun when we see that we have to walk by faith. And there are times in your life where you're not going to really see and understand everything. Hey, I just saw an angel flash on the right side of my head. Wisdom. <laughs> All right, thanks. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about wisdom and righteousness and faith. This all goes together because the Lord is unveiling a picture of the path of the stars, the sun, and the moon. For you to understand, you're watching at home, and for us to understand a greater walk of faith. Because that's the whole point of coming here. To learn how to love, you can't love unless you walk by faith. That's it. So when the sun goes down, when you're in the dark night of the soul, or even just there's, when there's darkness, it doesn't mean there's necessarily going to be demonic activity. It just means usually when the Sephirot, when you're going up, it's not really illuminated in that world until you get into Tiferet. You're in a new world. Or when you're on Malkut, it, it, there's a darkness. It, there's not light shining, bright, brilliant light, the speculum that shines that you can easily see above and below. And you can hear the thoughts and the hearts of people. You can hear the angels talking to you. You get caught up in heaven. Sometimes it's just not like that. You just, you don't hear much. Uh, your typical ways of reasoning and uh, hearing God uh, don't happen anymore. And then you may be left wondering, why God, you know? You are faced with challenges, difficulties, problems come up. And then you have to wonder, what happened? And if you understand, you are in process. The people who go into negative emotions, right? The enemy wants you to go into negative emotions, freaking out, doubting God's promises. Did, did God really say I was going to be walking in the promised land and that I was chosen and then I'm going to be a manifest set of God and blah, blah, blah. And then he's had these promises for my life. The enemy wants you to forget who you are, who you were outside of the realm of time before you even came to earth. That's your true self, right? The only life that's being put to death is that part of you that was growing, the life that was growing in your body before your spirit awakened. That's basically like the cancer on the earth is like, what's a cancer, a cell, it's a destructive cell growth that just destroys, it devours. 
It's not really alive. It's animated. It looks like it's alive. It's growing, but it's not life-giving. It's dust. Yeah. So that's pretty much anytime you're you were growing up, there was that spirit life inside of you, but it was really dormant or dead until you received salvation. And even when people receive salvation, they stay in the incubator and they remain dormant, so sleep. You've been asleep, sleeping in the dust. And we know from the Bible in the New Testament that sleep is like death. It's like a mild form of death. <laughs> right? Go sleeper. Uh, sleeping and overeating, those are partial death. Like, mm. so when people really are into like, just all you uh, you can eat buffet. She's making buffet and inside the room. <laughs> Come quickly. <laughs> buffet your body. Buffet, buffet, buffet your body. Buffet your body. <laughs> You gotta buff it instead of buffet. <laughs> so, I know some people are working on their fasting, and oftentimes the Nefesh wants to clarify, well, what exactly can I have and not have? Well, what if I do this? Mm. And I want to tell you something. This is something you want to maybe write this down on your heart. The do or don't the do demon. Or, yeah, that's it. Okay. So that part of you, right, that, that part of you that is worried about what exactly you should and should not have, and if this is okay and if I can just check with someone, that's actually the part of you that needs to die. Yeah. That's not... Cut that whole thing off. So, you know, <laughs> you don't, if you could just figure it all out and plan it ahead of time so you know and you're prepared exactly what you need to have for your, you know what, come on, Buckwheat. Obedience but is living death. in the glory yeah. of the person of God. Be led by the Spirit, okay? So use wisdom, but understand that that part that feels like it needs to figure it all out, plan it all out. What can I, what if I can have this and that and that and blah, blah, blah. Just follow the instructions and put it to death. That's it. Very basic instructions. Talk to the Lord. If he has a very specialized plan for you, he knows your needs. He knows whatever stuff you have. Maybe you're still dealing with like a health issue or something like that. Use wisdom. Talk to the Lord. He will answer you. And, you know, just... To seek counsel if you really just struggle to hear you can seek wise counsel with your friends who are in the glory and they will help you and they will counsel you and you'll be just fine if you follow the lord you'll be just fine okay oh, the glory so, is strong. <laughs> yeah. because he loves you he wants to he wants to break that stuff off of you so he can give you more of his love that's the whole point of the severity is so he can give you more of his love mm. because the love isn't for the demon it's for his sons and daughters so you got to get rid of the demon and cut that part away that's the false life love drives out fears bam amen <laughs> loose so enjoy enjoy your time that's you fast and you're gonna have a glorious fun time enjoy your time with the lord because you're gonna hear really really well and that unbelief that kind of explains away the miracles and the signs and wonders that god does in your life that little oh well it was probably just blah 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 that happened you know that's unbelief i know we hate this uh, not me not me okay you know it's fine just get it out and god's still working on us and i wrote just a little lyric song here for you before we understand the path of the sun moon and stars and then i'm sure we'll get into some other things but uh this is a song I used to sing as a kid and i think it makes a lot more sense you know now that we know some righteousness Let's check it out. You guys probably know this one. He's still working on me. You should me. sing it. I was just thinking, probably maybe give us a couple more worlds before we have Joel's Bar live singing. And we'll have we'll, we'll come out with a sing along it's like series. Boston in the flesh can we get? We sing. Yeah, can we get like the little like the sing along with the bubbles, like a cute little strawberry or something? Boasting in our weaknesses. We want like a little smiley face strawberry that like follow along the sing along with the words. Okay. <laughs> oh, we should do that sometime. That would be fun. 
<laughs> and that would intoxicate this someone. This need enough auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, so maybe Shadrax Run's gonna hook us up. <laughs> that video they did was amazing. incredible, by the way. The music video, if you haven't checked that out, Purity and Righteousness, CFI, RLM, TV. Save that and listen to it, and it'll help you out. So this is the lyrics here. He's still working on me to make me what I need to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth, and Jupiter and Mars. But like, I know what that is. Hesed and Gevra, I did my homework. How loving and patient he must be, because he's still working on me. <laughs> Big time. Huge construction crews of angels with hard hats. And I'm super humble about it. It's like somebody. Okay. This is amazing. Okay. So it took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. There really ought to be a sign upon my heart. Don't judge him yet. There's an unfinished part. <laughs> but I'll be better just according to his plan. Fashioned by the master's loving hand. So maybe you guys can make it into a t-shirt and just like, don't judge me. Invite the angels into your mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's their job to Get clean the it up. clean up crew. Amen. And <laughs> clean up on They're house heaven. Hallelujah. Let them work. Amen. He's still working on me to make me what I need to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth, and Jupiter and Mars. How loving and patient he must be. Because he's still working on me. Amen. Mm. In the mirror of his word, reflections that I see, makes me wonder why he never gave up on me. But he loves me as I am and helps me when I pray. Remember, he's the potter, I'm the clay. <laughs> he's still working on me to make me what I need to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars, how loving and patient he must be because he's still working on me. So you can write that in the comments. He's still working on me. You're a work in progress. It'd be nice to someone post the children's song of that. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. The link. Those people who know how to sing really good. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the sing along. Glory. Yeah. So, you know, the path of wisdom, the path of uh, righteousness, why is it the. the the sun, the moon, and the stars, when you look at the path of righteousness, the lightning path is basically the sun and the moon, which is, you know, the sun and the Zer Anpin, the fire rose, Lvov, that includes the Hesed through Yusad. So it's basically, that's the path, and then it goes up, they're all, they all come from Bina, right, and then that comes from Hakma, and that comes out of Keter. So, that's that represents righteousness. Zirampin, that's the six, the fire rose. Um, that's Hesed, Gavura, Tiferet, the sun. Uh, Hesed mm -hmm. is Jupiter. Gavura is Mars. Tiferet is the sun. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we have Netza, which is Venus. And we have Hod, which is mm -hmm. Mercury. And Yasad, which is the moon. That's the Zirampin. Yep. I don't think very many people know what that is, so I just yeah, well, that's like the it. deep cuts from the master. <laughs> if you've been through the master class, you probably remember it's in the. But you know, maybe somebody's taking the master class again. The Vav or the Fire Rose. Fire Rose is it's really easy to easy remember because we made pictures of it and everything. That's why we like pictures. We like fun names. It makes it also easy known to as the Holy Place. Mm -hmm. Yep, the Holy Place. That's right. The Fire Rose is the holy place mm -hmm. of the human soul. Yep. Amazing. So 
the path of righteousness, those are, you know, the sun and the moon, but what about the stars? So the path of the sun, the moon, and the stars. When you look at the book of Enoch, it talks about the portals that the sun and the moon go through, but those are also portals where the stars go through. And what does that represent? The stars, it represents wisdom. So not only do you need righteousness, you also need wisdom, right? Riz wisdom protects righteousness. How do we know that? Uh, what is the, what's the book, uh, do you remember, where it talks about in the center of the fountain and then around it uh, is the rest of the other, the many fountains of wisdom around righteousness. Maybe that's Enoch. I forget where it is. It's been a while. But the mm. center fountain, it said it was righteousness and many fountains and they look like the little orbs around, like the circles mm. around. And so that's basically Christina. the apple of gold and the setting of silver. The gold mm. is righteousness, but it's protected by wisdom. And so when you have wisdom, it gives you a nice protective border that's building the walls of Jerusalem because you build with wisdom. Wisdom has built through seven pillars. Well, when you build a house, right, wisdom building your house up new, into your chaya. Wisdom builds new heavens. Right, so the wisdom being built up into the chaya, so you have your own palace of wisdom built by wisdom for wisdom that you become like a little wisdom, you know, little wisdom person, you know. <laughs> little, Amen, little... Amanda. <laughs> yeah. You become a magical yep. hero. The wise men and women from the east, and the east is Tifrit, the sun. You become a magical, cute hero in outer space. That, in the end, okay, we're done here. <laughs> That's all I have to say now. But yeah, wisdom and righteousness. And why is that? It all goes back to Hebrews, Hall of Fame, Walk of Faith. Father Abraham, the father of faith. What does it say? He's the father of faith, and righteousness was given to him. So the walk of faith, the realm of faith mm. is the Sephirot. And the walk of faith is righteousness because in there it says, Abraham believed what God said. So to believe what God says, you have to hear. So you're praying for ears to hear. You're fasting, you're praying, get the unbelief out of the ears so you can hear more clearly, more accurately. And then uh, you believe what God says about you, your life, and what the word of God says in your life. And that's credited to you. Uh, and remember, what is hear, obey, listen, and Shema? It's you hear it, but you also obey it, but not just obey it. The Shema is with joyful attitude. Mm. So with the happiness, the joyful attitude, you're not sullen and sorrowful. You might be sorrowful over your sins and broken hearted contrary spirit, but that sorrow leads to repentance, which leads to joy. It's not sorrow that leads to depression. That's a spiral of despair. That what happened to my life? That's not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yep. That's the fruit of another spirit. Serving in his presence, for in his presence there is fullness of joy. <laughs> Outside of his presence, there's no accountability. Yeah. And even if you obey outwardly, mm -hmm. inwardly you're still in rebellion until you're in the presence. So you must be moved in the presence of the Holy Spirit and in the glorious mm -hmm. fullness of joy and mm -hmm. all the obedience that God commands you. Amen. So let your joy be restored in that. And really, like, dive into those mysteries. But I want you to see that path of righteousness and then see the stars. Now, the stars are where the finances are at as well. So you need to, uh, you know, don't idolatrize that, but mark it down, write it down that the, the finances are actually in the stars. So that's in wisdom. Amen. So you can go up so high in righteousness, but when does the wealth transfer come? Uh, this is a sign, a wonder, and a mystery when Jupiter has the dust removed. That's when the gold is revealed. Right, Between... and scripture says only to the righteous shall mm -hmm. it come, which means right. those living on the stars. So you gotta have the righteousness, but also the stars and the wisdom. So first of all, you know, seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and these things will be added to you. Why? Because pure wisdom only comes down from above. 
And so that wisdom that's going to protect increases in your elevation of righteousness. But you don't want to get into righteousness and then forsake wisdom. Like Solomon, hmm. uh, he ended up not valuing silver. Silver is what protects the righteousness. So we know he got into some error, but he was forgiven and you know he's in heaven now. And we learned a lot from his mistakes and he's grateful for that so that, you know, he doesn't, in heaven, he doesn't want anyone to make his mistakes. He wants us to learn from his mistakes and learn from the good things. I mean, he wrote the greatest book in the whole Bible. Yeah, he sinned co uh, in the mm -hmm. cosmos. Yeah. He sinned celestially. He sinned in sorcery. Mm -hmm. So he was given great wisdom, which built him up very high into the heavens. Mm -hmm. And yet he sinned with the immorality to the nations mm -hmm. with it which split his uh, kingdom in half right. so that we might not sin like him. Right, and then that's when Gabriel dropped that, the reed was dropped or whatever that landed in the mire of the mud of Egypt upon which Rome was built. And that's the origins of false Christianity in the tabernacle of Moloch and you know the Vatican and things like that. And that's so kind of that's what, what that some happened. of the people are asking today mm. online was, how do I live in the glory? Yeah. And the first thing the Spirit of God said was, command them to stop sinning in sexual immorality mm. the commandment to live in the glory it's the holiness of his light requires purity and refraining from all acts and thoughts and ideas of any form of immorality refrain from all of that and set your soul away from that and you will begin to experience the glory. That's that, true. It's that simple. Yep. You know, uh, I was seeing uh, online this like thing about these windows. Like the greatest, they, people were saying on this, you know, kind of like a viral post where they said, oh, this, this picture or this video is all the advertisement that this window installation company needs. And it was basically beautiful top to bottom like windows in a tropical place but there was a flooding happening and it was all this dirty water on the outside like it was obviously some like crazy flooding and not one drop got through those windows and they're like this is the greatest advertisement whoever installed this did it like perfect because no matter how uh heavy and thick the waters or how dirty the waters they weren't getting through those windows everything inside was protected and then i saw two and so i've been meditating on that you know as we're talking about the different uh, spheres, one of the topics lately has been Bina and Hakma. We've been talking about Bina and Hakma lately. We're always talking about all the spheres, but you know, when there's Holy Ghost highlights, we pay attention, we write it down. And so I thought, oh wow, windows, window protection. There's something, you know, spiritual going on here. And then we go out today and our angels were all over the place with signs and wonders today. Like, thank you. Oh, like, shout out whoever did the angel coordination for the signs and wonders and the like, you know, it, it's an upward draft, like kind of pushes your emotions upward into a, a holy place and when it does is it prepares you for whatever test that you have or whatever you know and it was just incredible they were doing such a great job so you guys are amazing that was really encouraging and then like literally even we we're going down the elevator and then the, the elevator opens and some other person that was already on the elevator with us this old lady and then like the, the the elevator stops at a certain floor and these angels get on and i was like wait aren't you with our angels what are you doing over here and <laughs> There's no one in there. Like, no but, one even there. And it was floor five, and they said, "Oh yeah, it was our sign and wonder for today's." You know, they're doing the signs and wonders it, to represent grace. And then again, on the way home, we saw the five, five, five on the license plate. So it was all kinds of signs and wonders. That was cool. That was a nice touch. Now that's I'm like, "What? Are you guys from the fifth floor? Wait, no, you're one. Of, you're our angels. Like, what are you doing?" And I was the signs and wonders time. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Yesterday love after it. the broadcast, we we both had gold dust on our hands. <laughs> 
And I asked the Lord if if I'm ready and this rung is completed, oh, me increase the gold dust、um, oh, to、I、ascend to the next rung of Jacob's ladder. And the gold dust began to increase in my hand.、Mm-hmm. So I made the the jump to the next rung, and、That's、it was、so、just、funny. glorious. And then at dinner, gold dust began to appear on my hat. And、yeah, there was a big one on his hat. He was like, "This, like, oh my gosh, it's on your head too." <laughs> so it's been really incredible the last twenty-four hours. Major、mm-hmm. increase of glory. We're very excited for a new season. Things. <gasps> There's one on my hand too. I was、yep. just look. There it goes. Okay, I was just thinking. I love the gold dust. You guys maybe can have some at home if you're watching. <laughs> Release the gold dust. Gold, gold dust signs and wonders. Yeah, it's important. It makes you feel special. It, signs and wonders glorify your Father、mm-hmm. in heaven. So it's、oh, for、yeah. the glorification of the Father that our hands get、so、full of gold、pretty. dust. It's the natural realm invaded by heaven. I mean, who hasn't loved go- glitter? You know, <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I did. You know, we did the homeschool arts and crafts, which my favorite arts and crafts was free reign. I get to do what I want. My favorite combo: glue or glue stick all over and glitter. Just dump it and shake it. <laughs> so. I don't know. Are you a glitter person, or do you did you hate glitter? If you actually hate glitter, I hope you get a ton of glitter, like because it'll get everywhere and irritate your soul.、Mm. You know, some people they hate glitter; they don't like it on everything. I just pray for those people, especially that they get tons of gold dust. It gets all over their stuff, <laughs> and just irritate the crap out of your soul for a fresh deliverance, and then you're gonna like it.、Mm. Because I mean, if it's from heaven, how are you not gonna like it? It'll make you feel special. You'll like it. It's wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, wisdom. Oh, it's so pretty. It's so encouraging when you have gold dust coming out of you or coming on you, and it's fun. It, what it represents to you it represents purity, and so that's another thing that's comforting. It can mean God, you're you're walking in a greater purity, or God's purifying you. So you know, it's also for signs and wonders and more miracles to happen. And we just like to give space to the Holy Spirit to do His thing and to heal, and to restore. You know, to restore your soul, to heal your body. To heal your mind, and to heal your emotions, your whole emotional life, so that you'll be feeling positive emotions and feelings, and not feeling, you know, so down or condemned, or you know, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. What is in Christ Jesus? Yod Hey Vav Hey. Guess what? Final Hey is one of those letters, which is what Shekinah or Malkut, as you are rising, ascending. So if you're on this path and you've even just started making your first incision of circumcision on Malkut, congratulations, Buckwheat! You're walking in righteousness. It might not be cosmic it, but you're walking in righteousness. So be encouraged. There is a major transition right now for the renewing of the mind. I want you guys to say something in the comments if you've noticed a shift of heaven in your mind. God、Whoa. is renewing the mind, and the mind is going to catch up with Jesus inside the heart. This、oh、will be、gosh. a dramatic breakthrough for so many believers in、okay. the coming days. I just have the weirdest, coolest one ever. It's one of the、mm. biggest ones I've gotten, but it's actually my skin, and it looks like gold dust. It's not separate from my skin. It's literally my skin right now.、Mm, cool.、Uh, hey, <laughs> there it is. So. I think as we grow our new creature, it's going to take over our bodies. And look, dust, my whole face is like the gold dust has like been、burning. used by the angels <laughs> to confirm the, the finished work of. I mean, it's gold dust, but it is my skin. Runs.、Uh, it's a really, really、mm. fun sign and wonder to confirm that the work is finished on a rung. Wow. 
It doesn't always confirm that. But, but you can ask about that's it. That's what the angels have used for me to confirm, I mean, right. very commonly. So there have been times where we'll ask, we'll get gold dust and be like, hey, if you already have the gold dust, you could ask something like, this is what we'll, we would ask, like, let it increase if I'm yeah. supposed to be, if I'm done with this rung. And this time it might not increase. Or and then we're like, oh, oh, oh it's fine. No, it's okay. We'll be, it's more, come good. on, yeah, deal with it. And it's good. Uh, but then other times we're like, all oh, right. And then pff, there it goes. We're like, yeah. all right, woohoo, let's go. Oh, there's more. Yeah, I think my favorite <laughs> moving from rung to rung was, we were headed, I felt I got all the con- these confirmations. I had tests. I knew that I passed specific tests and I'd overcome in different ways. And God's fruit was, you know, bearing that his fruitfulness, his life within me in those specific areas. And I had so many breakthroughs, signs and wonders, things appearing. And so I knew. And then I would look probably one of my funnest ascension moments was where I was running in the parking lot. We were getting ready to go to dinner or the grocery store dinner or something. And I just like leaped like a gazelle or... In my mind, I felt like I looked like a gazelle. It probably just looked like a funny, like, skip like and a hop a and a wild jump. stag. <laughs> like a, yeah, the leap of the wild stag. <laughs> <laughs> and the parking lot, just full of joy and just leaping with my left foot out in the air, making the jump from Hesed to Bina in one of the worlds. And I just felt so free and fun. It's like you're just soaring, you know. That's the best feeling, you know. Oh, that's so cool. I've never had this happen before, uh, but yeah, I think uh, some of you watching, you might actually know what that means too, so I think that's cool, very fun, but righteousness and wisdom, you gotta have both. Well, celestial garments means celestial skins. It does deal mm-hmm. with the epidermis. People spend a lot of money on skins in video games, like I, you wouldn't have a good skin. You notice how the gold dust comes from within the pores of the skin? Yeah. It's not like it's sprinkled on top. Yeah, like back in the day, they used to have it sprinkled on top. It always seems to come it from comes within. Out of us. Yeah. And so this one looks like it's just my skin. It's like it comes out of the God particle inside the cells of the skin. So it's, it's coming out of your, your divine body. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, I looked it up on uh, <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> what do you mean? And on the internet, but uh, there's a they're talking about God particle. People talk about God particle. There's another particle. It's called the OMG, the Oh My God particle. Mm. And the reason why it was called the Oh My God particle was the scientists literally for a whole year hid, didn't even release the research because they couldn't believe that it was even true. They had to test to make sure there wasn't any mistake and it was real. And I find out this is when I came to Earth from heaven, and so it was the number of days from my coming into the earth, basically my spirit, whew, the super charged. <laughs> I get so whacked right now. And um, I go, so, so I go to earth, right? And then, the, so the Hebrew gematria of the number of days from when I came to earth, literally translates to the middle pillar of the Sephirot, which is uh, Keter, and then the Lamed, the Vav, and so the crown, right, the Keter, Vav, the Tiferet, and then Shekinah, it's of the Yadhe Vav He, so carrying, you know, that impartation, which is the staff of, the sapphire stick, the staff of righteousness, uh, and so, you know, the middle pillar. That's literally how I came down and landed in the earth, and so that happened, so when that happened, at that moment, 
This energy that was released is the most powerful cosmic ray that has ever been recorded in recorded uh, history of mankind. And because of that happening, they actually launched like satellites since then. They're specific satellites, but the main purpose was they were looking to find where did that come from. And the closest they could find was like, we think it came out of the void or something like that. It didn't make any sense. There was nothing nearby enough. It would have had to been from nearby for it to be that powerful. It broke the limit. They thought there was a specific limit how cosmic rays can act, and it completely shattered that limit. Uh, and then the next time, so that's the oh my god particle. That's literally what they called it, and it's exactly uh, that's the only time energy has been released in and that. It happened in '91, and then it happened in 2020. Yeah, actually, so 2021 when I got into the sun. So 2020 I got to the moon, but 2021. So when I got into Tiferet. It happened again, but not quite as much as when I first all of it came down with me. Uh, but when I stepped into Tifret of Asaya, descending which is a and ascending, it's the same order of magnitude of power, but only about it was a certain percentage of that. But nothing even comes close to those two releases of power. So it was when I was born, and then when I came into the sun, and because of that, they're still to this day they study that and they want to know where in heck did these. The human spirit was power. given dominion over the entire universe of stars, yeah. angels, and nature, and so science will calculate the human <laughs> spirit taking dominion mm. when that spirit is resurrected and glorified under the mm. sapphire stones. I mean, and there's been other notable uh, cosmic rays that have come to Earth, and those are the sons of God, the Youth Army. Uh, but, you know, for the headship and things like that, it was a really, really powerful uh, release. And, you know, what's interesting is they actually only created the technology a few months after Brandon was born. And I think that was in a way to protect his identity uh, because, you know, they started looking. They started look. The enemy will start looking for you when they see that power because they know the sun and the stars. They'll watch. They, they see, you know, they do all their witchcraft. Spirits come down from the gulf. hides you, yeah. And angels can see him come down, and if it's mm -hmm. a bright spirit from God about to be formed in the mm -hmm. mother's womb, they can do everything they can to kill that spirit, because that spirit has a calling right. on its life to really bring God and heaven to, mm -hmm. to earth. That's why my birthplace, they hid me. I actually was born on the road, so that I would be in a different location. And the doctor that they had for, uh, for the birthing, you know, my mother, the... The doctor had some weird thing happen to where he had to be out of town. And so I had a doctor that nobody in the hospital even knew. I believe it was an angel. It could have been, I have a feeling I might know who, like there's, you know, somebody from heaven showed up uh, for my, to be my doctor when I was born, which, so, and then I wasn't like in a completely different town. So I got to be hidden. And then there was no charismatic glory activity going on anywhere near where I lived. So I was very hidden. It's like, oh, that can't can't be from over there, no way, you know, the cosmic ray, you know, if you watch, um, uh, one of the prophecies, princess, you know, cause my, my, my spiritual name is Aurora that I got on my eighth day circumcision and Hebrew, it's another word. But if you look at the prophecy in princess Aurora and sleeping beauty, where do they hide her? Where there's no magic or no supernatural activity. Couldn't be out there in the boonies, right? It's not even any hint. Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we're the dawn breakers, right? So if you're part of the army, you know, when you hear these stories, understand you've got an epic destiny and story, but it's only in the life of your spirit man. Mm -hmm. The life of your natural man that's just been eating up 
all the finances, eating up all the time, eating up all the can that's the cancer, right? That's that's the thing that's got to be put to death because there's no glorious story in there. There's no inheritance in there. There's no like cool identity. It's all just grasping at straws and hopefully somebody, you know, trying to make it look at my sign and wonder guys, you know, it's just, it's not, you just got to put that thing to death. And then your true self, who you really are can come forth. And that's where you'll be content with who you are and your destiny. You're not jealous of other people's destiny. You're going to like who God created you to be and what he created you to do because it's going to be beyond what you thought could be even possible for your life. And it only happens, what does it say? Those who love their lives will lose it. But if you lose your life as in you sacrifice that old life, you will find it, the true life. So that's what it's about. So as we're sitting here talking about all the gold dust, <laughs> the Holy Spirit said the, the gold dust is the reverse <laughs> of the dust of the earth. So you're experiencing the dust of heaven. <laughs> the dust of the heavenly Jerusalem and the dust of the promised land, which is important because for the serpent food, it's the exact opposite. It repels yeah. the serpents. So that heavenly gold dust, that, that dust Ooh. of his glory, repels the serpent. But the earthly dust, the dust of sin, brings in the demons and they, fig like, they, they feed like pigs in the parlor and they, they feed like uh, pigs in the pig trough. So there's really two types of death, and I just written this a few hours ago on Facebook. Oh, wow. Understand death. All life is in the cosmic sapphire stone tree of life. This is where the gold dust comes from. Saf we see sapphire dust. We see I've seen emerald dust, ruby dust. We've seen diamond dust. You've seen mm. pink dust recently. Yeah, pink dust, pink and gold, which is crazy because some people saw me in heaven getting like the pink and the gold. There was like all this pink and gold dust, like. Like, I don't can't remember what they said it was, but I didn't even say it. And I had already gotten it on my hands. It was like the exact color that just like sovereign witness of other people going to heaven and seeing this. They're like, man, like you, this is happening to you. And, you know, you take things with a grain of salt, but then you're just like, look, it's manifesting. So, yeah, it must be true. So the heavenly dust exciting. superseding the earthly dust. That's what the Holy Spirit said. That's that's the main reason for it, because it's not just a sign and wonder. It's a location. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the earth, because of being in that location, you will have the dust of the earth. What is written? Many shall arise from the dust of the earth. Daniel chapter 12. So the dust of heaven begins to manifest on those that have risen out of earth into heaven. So as you rise, there will be always be attesting signs and wonders. Jesus Christ wrote in scripture, following those who believe. And those who believe are always ascending. You will never find success of any saint in Scripture from Genesis to Revelation who had success apart from rising. Mm. Abraham had no covenant with God until he arose on the mountain and sacrificed Isaac. Okay? Even Jesus was not successful in doing God's will until he arose on Mount Calvary and sacrificed his body for the sins of the world. So all success in each and every one of your lives depends on your rising. That's true because any true son or daughter of an apostle carries their DNA, their spiritual DNA within them. So 
If you really want to be wise in that way, make sure you're following Apostle Shadrach's videos because he talks a lot about the impartation of how to be a true son or daughter, which is a disciple of the apostle. And when you learn that discipline, it's a discipline, right? What are good kids? They're well-disciplined kids. You see them there. Oh, they're so cute. Why are they cute? They're behaving. <laughs> you see cute, well-behaved kids. They're cute. But if you see angry, unruly, demon-possessed kids shouting and screaming at their parents, it's like, oh, it's a reproach to their parents. It's not an honor. It's not like, oh, cute. That's not cute. Like, I know they're still loved. The first you know, commandment with the promise, cute, but, honor your father and yeah. mother that you may live. Mm -hmm. That means the ranking of the, of the angelic mm -hmm. glory. If it's honored, scripture says it comes with the promise of right. living. But so often in the cynical Christian mm -hmm. culture and society where everyone's a critic and a judge of everything and walking in so little power and authority with the angels, <laughs> they begin to attack things higher than them. They begin to submit to the demons mm -hmm. through their carnal nature and attack heaven. That That's cuts you off from very the divine common. DNA. We need to repent from all that and learn how to honor in the ranking system, which is honoring fathers and mothers, which nice. means much higher levels of glory than you're walking mm -hmm. in. Otherwise, Scripture says there's no promise, and that promise mm -hmm. is life itself. Nice. Can you see that? That piece right there. That is so wild because there's a there's a I've got a gold dust right above it, and then the other part is just my skin, but it looks like the gold dust, like silver. Wisdom, so a body of wisdom that's being built, and so what we want to encourage you when you become a disciple, become a true son or daughter of the apostles, and what that does is it imparts the divine DNA to you. Right? If you try to attack, steal, kill, and destroy, you cut yourself off from the divine DNA. Like you cannot transfigure, you cannot transform. If that's you. I think the misunderstanding mm -hmm. lies in that people are very much human and they don't understand mm -hmm. even what sonship is or even submission to angelic authority, what that really entails. It's all within mm -hmm. the divine nature. It's all joy. It's not the human nature, a human submitting to a human like in a natural rule or natural rank. We're talking about supernatural rule and supernatural rank. So it's submitting to God formed mm -hmm. in men and women's body. It's entirely di divine. So you can't confuse the human with the divine. If mm -hmm. you do that, you have no wisdom and none of your discernment or judgments will ever be correct. That's but true. if you can begin to judge righteously, a righteous judge, uh, a, right, a spiritual person judges all things that is written, which means is accurate in discernment, discerning the difference between the human and the divine, the part where Christ is formed in them. So when you begin to do that, the things of heaven, the discipleship of the gospel, the things of the glory begin to be a lot more plain to you. But there are basic rules of living in the protocol of the heavenly angels that you will have to obey to begin to experience these things. Most people are still outside the angelic glory because they haven't obeyed anything. They still drink alcohol. They still smoke pot. They're still uh, immoral with the opposite sex. They're flirtatious. They're lustful. They're greedy. They're entirely carnal beings. You are not going to experience heaven if you're loving on hell. The first step, what is written, come out of her and be holy and separate, says the Lord. You have to be holy and separate. Without holiness, no one will 
see the Lord, it is written. So you have to come part way home. What does the Bible say? The prodigal son had to make an effort to stop and repent of the pig trough. He would never see the father or know the father unless he left that place and began walking home in his own effort. Now the Holy Spirit will energize you to do that and you have angels around you helping you. Mm. But it's through that repentance of the natural realm, the realm of action, the realm of your flesh and blood and brain and finances and the realm of the natural. That realm of repentance is required in order to come home to God. And in Luke 15, the father then begins to meet the prodigal halfway along the path. And then they walk together back to the house killed the fattened calf and went into the house which represents understanding the blood of Jesus washing you and purging you and then the father began to take up residency in your heart which is a completely different level of holiness that everyone must have in order to see and know the Lord oh amen and so it's good to walk by faith and not just by sight and don't walk in fear walk in the faith in God in his power and his great works that he's doing in you and I want to share this this was a highlight I want to share about uh, the particle they they measured that came from my spirit coming into the earth because think about this the manifestation of the sons of God is mighty working power on the inside of you right Uh, but the measurement of that power like that physical power was uh, at least 50 million, I looked it up here, 50, it was more than 50 million times the greatest power they've ever came out with in the particle accelerator at CERN in their laboratories. You know, people talk about, oh, CERN, and they're opening demon portals and blah, blah, blah. Okay, even if that's true, which probably is true, knowing, like, you know, how the clip of the words. But <laughs> counterfeit NASA. Counterfeit NASA. This is like real fake. NASA. This is real NASA. Okay. NASA is Hebrew for. Your eyes, mm. vision. Amen. So nestle your eyes together so they can be holy. Oh yeah, the window protectors. We saw the signs. There was two trucks, but the, the it was something about the windows being perfect. Uh, and so I saw that. And so that impartation is like your eyes being perfectly sealed windows. So the filthy waters of the souls in the world, it doesn't get into your soul. It just kind of splashes off. And I experienced that today. Because you know, the weirdo people walking around. What about weirdo? They got weird demons. Mm-hmm. and it's in their soul so instead of the word and the spirit mixed in your spirit to make holy wine they got all kinds of stuff going on there's still love there's preciousness in there but it's dirty it's like you know you would at least hose the kids off before you let them run it's around like the house. feeding toddlers yeah <laughs> they're precious but it's, but it's a freaking mess, mess. <laughs> yeah. that's how it is raising christians and god loves to do it and but that's really cool too for like protection from lust because your eye is perfectly sealed all the lust of the flesh, it's in their souls. It can just like be repelled by that wisdom that protects you of that perfected Hakma Bina because Hakma Bina are your eyes and ears. When someone starts to have a problem in their eyes or if someone has problems with their ears physically, it means that the problem in their spirit man, wisdom and understanding of Hakma Bina has begun to deteriorate so they can't hear anymore. And if it bleeds over into the natural realm, it means you can't hear. Or, you know, vision, blindness. A lot of times it's, what does lust do harm to you? Lust harms uh, the wisdom and the understanding. So by the time you get to the point where you need the prescription glasses or there's damage to the eyes, people, you know, the blindness, there's been damage to the spiritual eyes. So as we're quick to repent, we're also believing in the power of healing to heal your eyes. 
heal your ears and you know, heal the senses with the purity and the precious things of heaven. And let's get those windows sealed. Let's get Hakma, get Hakma, get Bina, get wisdom, get understanding so that you can be protected in your soul. And until then, until you get to Hakma and Bina, get you some glory sunglasses. Amen. Get you some glory. You know, it's fun to wear, you know, your glasses or whatever in the natural, but in the spiritual realm, put on some glory Moses shades. Okay. Just when you wake up, I'm protect, protect my eyes, put the Holy ghost over your eyes, the windows sealed so that none of that filth is going to get in your soul. Not in through any of these senses, putting the full helmet on, putting the full armor on the breastplate, righteousness, the belt of truth, right? So you might be caught with your drawers falling down, <laughs> you know, the shoes of peace, put on some pants for love's sake. Okay. You know, be fully clothed and dressed and armored up in righteousness and get that humility cape on your back so you don't get stabbed in the back. It's not going to really hurt you if the Lord is your rear guard, which means the cloak of humility. So remember, pride gets us to chase after and keep pursuing when it ain't time to pursue. We're going to go and do battles that we want to do if it's not time yet. Oh, you know, shall I pursue? That's a prayer, a lot of wisdom if you are a prayer warrior. You are in prayer. Don't just get all hyped up because you had a victory and then decide to go kill whatever you want to kill as far as demons. Soon Shall the God I of peace pursue? crushes Satan under feet, not the God of spiritual warfare. Yep. So it's not the God of warfare that crushes Satan. Romans 16.20 says the God of peace. So it's usually just getting you out of some kind of battle that you think belongs to you, but the battle belongs to the Lord, it is written. And then coming back into the river and letting the angelic forces take care of that mess that you got yourself into. And a lot of people put those burdens on themselves like, I'm God's prayer warrior, I'm God's mighty uh, standard carrier for all the heavens and the earth. Listen, it's, it's Jesus, you're a member of his body. What he needs you to do is be more engrafted into yep. him. Then you realize the battle belongs to mm -hmm. him, the Lord, and right. he has angelic forces to take care of everything. Yep. That's how peace crushes Satan. Right. None of your breakthroughs have any impact on the world <laughs> and everything around you until it happens. you got to take care of it. In he said you. his way was easy yeah. and light, yeah. not hard and fight. Yeah. So first, you got to deal with it on the inside of you. Truth in yeah. And then if you can deal with it on the inside of you, then you can deal with it externally and bring those judgments against the fallen, you know, the fallen angels, the fallen watchers. Uh, but really for the main part, at least just focus on putting to death those things inside of you. A lot of times it's the flesh that wants to claim some kind of external victory. Like, yes, because I didn't eat the Cheez-Its yesterday. Now the global pandemic is ending or something Fighting like that. outwardly is, you know? is a, an excuse and actually a, uh, a false warfare instead of circumcision of foreskin mm -hmm. and membrane inwardly. Yep. Those that are not dealing with the soul inwardly, they'll be fighting outwardly. That's mm -hmm. not what God's called you to do. He's called you to Jacob. Mm -hmm. Esau is the one that lives by the sword. We don't live yep. by the sword. Plow Study the share, scriptures. We live by the fruit of our lips with circumcised hearts. Esau has no circumcision. We are of Jacob of Israel of the circumcision of the heart. This is the realm of inward peace, so the sword is not something that we live by. We live by the throne of God and His Word on the inside. Mm -hmm. And you have to have that as the rock solidness of the gospel of peace in your life. 
Otherwise, Esau will mess with you your whole life because you think you're called to war and be a mighty warrior. The mighty warrior is dealing with the stuff in your own heart and mind and not just the outward stuff. Inward first always, an abundance of inward dealings, and then the outward stuff, Jesus Christ said, will be easy and light. So you know you're on the wrong path if it's always hard on the outside. That right. means you're never working on the inside. Right. And Truth, yeah. anyhow. So, yeah, that's, that's how it can be. <laughs> but, and also, repeat after me, plowshare is not a murder instrument. <laughs> yeah. Plowshare is not a murder instrument. Yep. So, you, you know, you put beat you the, 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 the shell in a plowshare, but then don't be like Cain. So you got the Esau with the sword, but then don't be like Cain, like plowshare. Oh, murder weapon! No, put it down. This is how we develop the vineyard of the living Word Stop of God murdering. in our souls. It's the plowshare. We beat our swords of living in strife towards others, critical judgmentalness towards others on the outside. That's living by the sword. Is always outside friction into internal plowing, and then you find you have tremendous peace when you beat your swords into plowshares. <laughs> Is mayonnaise a murder instrument? Well, I guess some people get creative, but no. <laughs> Just whatever it is, put it down. Any that must be a God, Stardew Valley reference. There. That's actually a Spongebob reference. Oh, Spongebob. But yeah, but I, get, I, I do want... <laughs> Dino mayo is actually a good... Pro, you can get... If you, if you sell mayonnaise in Stardew Valley, you can get some good gold. Trade it in for gold. <laughs> Get you keep the star drops. Those stairs. Yeah, keep, keep getting those star drops. Yeah, <laughs> keep killing those. Go, keep killing those enemies in the dungeons, and yeah, uh, clean out the heart. The ultimate, the ultimate thing in that uh, that game is a game I really like to play, and uh, the the ultimate thing in the game that you can get is a star drop, which fills your mind with thoughts of Jesus. Mm. Literally, it does that in the game, and so it powers you up to have more energy, so you can do greater works. When she got the first star drop, she. Called me over to the screen. Yeah, looked like, on Look. it says, Somehow it reminds you of Jesus. Yeah. So, oh, hallelujah. And then like, it progressed from there. So at so first it started off like, somehow it reminds Yeah, so I said, somehow it reminds you of the thoughts of Jesus. <laughs> and then it progresses when you get another star drop later. And then it, it just outright says, now my, like, my mind is filled with thoughts of Jesus. And how many star drops are there in the game? I Googled it because I knew it was prophecy. Oh, Seven. 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 So we're on a goal. We're on a mission to get our seven star drops, not in just the video <laughs> game, but in real life. Yes, IRL. Even, yeah, these things prophesy. So it's real. It's real. What Wonderful. is it? Seven souls to match the seven spirits. You can be married to God mm. and be his blessed beloved and be a mm. good brother and sister in Christ and be holy and be pure and walk in righteousness and faith. I feel the Lord saying the, the strong emphasis of the renewing of your mind mm -hmm. and simply just applying your mind to the glory, this <laughs> word of glory, put your mind into it and let your mind have peace and rest. Let there be a cleaning of the living room of your mind. Bob Jones called the mind the living room because that's where you live. <laughs> and he equated the mind and the will and emotions, emotions all inside the head yeah, and the conscience all inside the belly within your spirit. So... He is dealing with our heads, and he's going to bring peace in our heads. Where we really need Satan crushed, all of you, is out of the head. Mm, and it comes, head. it comes from the word coming in with the glory. And there's going to be a dramatic transformation that your heads will be caught up into heaven, mm. and it will be much easier in your heads. There's going to be deliverance, 
just let the word work in your minds and bring peace <laughs> and bring glory and bring light. There's so much glory. It's like instantly activating what you're saying, and I can feel glory filling my mind. So receive it. And here's the verse That's for good. it. Titus 3.9. Listen, don't get trapped in brainless debates. <laughs> brainless debates. Don't be brainless. But a brain full of light is what he wants. Avoid competition over family trees or pedigrees. Stay away from fights and disagreements about scripture. They are a waste of your time. Titus 3.9. <laughs> Amen. Which means no religious arguments. Yes. No religious debate. What he's going after is the glory light emanating and shining in your brain. This is what will really make your lives so much better. We know you have fire insurance. You love Jesus. You believe in Jesus. You confess Jesus as Lord. That's all right here in your conscience, in your spirit. When it starts to get good, this is how Jesus Christ can say it's easy and light. And many Christians have never experienced that their entire Christian lives. It's always just been warfare. The easy and light is when your brain catches up to Christ, the realization of glory, in your hearts. And now your mind begins to emit Shekinah. That's when it transforms the natural dimension. That's when you begin to walk in prosperity. When you begin to walk in divine health. All the promises are yes and amen in Christ. But the Bible says you have to realize Christ and his glory first. Then the promises can come from the depths within you and flow onto the outside. We needed to flood you on the outside. As it's written, put on the armor of light. Hebrew word Shekinah. You put on the Shekinah on the outside. Clothe yourselves in Shekinah on the outside by getting your brain renewed, by simply putting that brain into that light. <coughs> so our mind will wander sometimes. People will be tempted, and the temptation comes right into the mind saying, Oh, I'm going to turn the broadcast off right now, and the angel is ready to shift your mind and deliver your and mind. And you just missed your opportunity. And you so go that. around the mountain. Why? Because the opportunity was mm -hmm. there to shift your mind mm -hmm. in agreement with Christ in your mm -hmm. spirit. And then some people from Jezebel's Tower started texting you, yep. like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, When the temptation like... comes, that's because God has sent the help that moment. Mm -hmm. So be aware of that. And you'll fail many times until you realize, well, this is the day of salvation mm -hmm. in hearing the word it is written. What is salvation? When the word comes with the Father's fresh glory in it, and it wants to illuminate the mind. So we've, we've talked a lot about feeding your spirit. Now it's time for your spirit to renew your mind, for your mind also to live in the glory. And that's when it sweetens up your whole natural life to live in the Garden of Eden above and below both. Amen. And I want to share just a quick, another sign and wonder. Because, uh, you know, this is important to share. We're establishing... Uh, cosmic, what do you want, history, this is kind of like the electronic history books of how things have kind of happened. Uh, when that the uh, the energy that came close to matching the magnitude of the oh my god particle when I came to the earth, when I stepped into the sun in 2021, so literally, the day before that cosmic ray hit, I had some Google translates of my praying in tongues. So I went back on onto my Facebook to the exact day before that that cosmic gray hit. And so this was right before one of my trips to Minneapolis. And that's when I met, there was an angel that physically materialized as a person on the street. Person on the street, North Minneapolis, 
with perfect angelic teeth we're in like the hood and bob jones say you know the angels made flesh because they always forget to turn their teeth from the angelic into the natural yeah so yeah they just (laughs) they don't really usually think about nasty teeth (laughs) but uh so they, they look like that, but I knew because we're walking in North Minneapolis in the hood and everyone's acting a certain way after the culture, right? And we're with a group of people and I'm dressed in like bright neon yellow and even like the TSA people, they'd say, oh my gosh, it's the orb of the sun. The TSA person saying, it's the orb of the sun, like completely overcome and just it's saying, that's not a normal thing for TSA people to say. It's the ball of the earth. They said, it's the ball of the sun. And I was like, prophetic declaration just, going through the airport. Just sovereignly. And I was like, yep, that's it, but I'm not going to say anything right now. I'm just going to like smile. Like, the hey, heavens thanks. pouring forth speech. Yeah. And so then we're on the street in North Minneapolis, and I'm, I'm just feeling brightness of the sun, Tiferet. How did I know I was in walking in Tiferet correctly? Uh, because my character was changed, and there was brightness and peace. So I felt peace and safety wherever I was going. And we're walking in the hood, and we were going somewhere like the dollar store to get a refreshment before we go to the park. All the temperature for that whole week, it was supposed to be like 70s, 80s in Minneapolis. It turned into 90s and upper, mid and upper 90s. And I asked for it to increase. It's like a sign and a wonder with Tiferet too. And so then the angel, he had a hat with a star in it that said North Star. I'm like, oh, it's the angel of the North Star. And so he bowed to me like I was royalty. We're in the hood. People don't do this. And he just had that elegance, the grace that is characteristic of people who live in heaven. Only people who live in heaven act like that. Even people who bow... Like, you see them on the TV and, like, palaces in Europe or whatever. It's not the same grace. They about they have grace. It's, like, divine grace. Not stolen, you know, crappy grace. They, divine grace. It's like the etiquette of heaven. We'll get there someday. Don't worry, we're working on it. But <laughs> he bowed, and he had a proclamation to make. But <clears throat> the day before, the scientists measured that particle after I'd gotten to the sun. The very day before, and this was in 2021, I got these words in tongues, and I had translated them in Google Translate. Texas in my eyes, I lived in Texas then. The power awakens. Right, so it was all loaded in me at birth, right? Then it said the power awakens, so I stepped into the sun, it was the awakening of that power that was already in me from birth. It's a sovereign gift. Come see the little one. Great mitzvah. This year living on a prayer, I always ask for a gift. I know you and me, some stars, stars, wisdom. Dad rips myself to kilowatts. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That was pretty funny. Calming virgin girl, virginity restored. I'm a great day. And then it says Eve has a great day and I. And uh, it says, mom, I love you. Yoni ganot, which means in the Hebrew, gift of God. And then a seabird, specifically a swan. Uh, he wants me to talk. He wanted me to talk to him. Download from YouTube. Here it is. <laughs> Download Mitzvah Universe, which means a house cat. You know, sometimes my spirit kind of takes on that form. You've seen that. Oh, talk to me. Come to the sunny neighborhood for good communication. Right, communication and Tiferet. A hero of constant. I am all is well. All is well. All is well. Enjoy. Enjoy. The situation is all good and everything. Kiss through and a kiss by the sun. And the secret of Abraham's mystery. We'll just leave it a mystery. So anyway, good stuff. Lots of signs and wonders. And on that same, the, and then the very next day when that energy hit and it unleashed, 
I had posted these pictures online that was a pathway leading to the sun, and it looked like the Sephiroth with those three pillars in the middle pillar leading right into the sun of righteousness. So everything was synchronized. And so I want you to understand that power of the cosmic ray that you came to Earth on. Some of them are really powerful uh, that came down. You have a lot of power that's in, that's it's locked up in the seed that you were given at birth. And the only way for you to unlock that power and walk in it is if you die to the self-nature, that cancerous growth of the human life, which is not really life. Because it happened when you begin to walk in your destiny. Exactly. That's when it unlocked. And the measurement, and the accurate measurement of the, the measurement of the power that was released the second time, you could see it's accurately to the percentage of the full power that manifested when, I, when it was first came down, it downloaded. And so understand that the, the power that you're going to walk in is great, but... Let your destinies be activated by that power. I am. So let the, the cosmic ray that you were given at birth... So it's not the one that anybody else was given at birth. That's only for that person. But there's a great power God downloaded into you, specific in its utilization, like a different tool for a different purpose, a highly specialized tool that only you have and nobody else in the whole world has that exact cosmic ray that was designed tailor handmade like if someone has an exact tailor made outfit that hit designed for their body exactly it actually won't fit anybody else that's why ready ready made ready to wear styles are kind of generically made to fit everybody tailor made clothes can only fit one person when they're an exact tailoring it has to be an exact body type that cosmic ray won't actually work for anybody else's destiny other than the one that you have. But if you honor the apostolic, this is what uh, Shadrach has been teaching, the grace that you honor works for you. So that's how the body works together. So if you want, if you need that grace that came with the apostles, you know, if you need a higher grace working in your life, not from false honor, but true submission and obedience to the Holy Spirit, uh, honoring the apostles, being a true son or daughter or a disciple of the apostolic will give you that grace canopy covering and the, that higher powered grace that you wouldn't otherwise have access to will begin to work in your life because when you're not using it for yourself, you're not stealing the glory, you're not you're not stealing and killing and destroying and say that's mine or that's mine, that's mine, you know, trying to take, take, take from a people like Cain and Esau Christianity. But it works for you, and it will activate, unlike, unlock your destiny and that cosmic ray of power that God planted in you. And it's a lot more powerful than you could ever hope to understand. And it only comes when you put to death on the flesh. Because what do we know? It's wrong about literally everything. But and that's also right. Psalms 133, the oil upon mm -hmm. Aaron the high priest's head and it flows down mm -hmm. upon his garments. So what is the opposite? The foolish try to steal from the oil where the wise mm -hmm. are in the garments, in the body, and get it legitimately by submission to authority. So we want to make sure we're in that body of the high priest and getting the oil legally and not stealing outside mm -hmm. of it with uh, all the thieves of, of Esau's kingdom. So that requires repentance for everyone when they're young to begin to understand how the body of Christ receives the fresh oil from heaven daily and keep the oil flowing with no strife, yes. envy, competition whatsoever. But we stay in order of our righteousness and keep growing in the body. 
in Amen. Jesus' name. And that's the most, you'll find, <laughs> it's actually the most fun way. It kind of takes off that burden of having to be something, work it up, trying to, you know, DIY. It just lifts the burden. You're going to feel free. You're going to feel like you're dancing like a gazelle in the heights, leaping over the mountaintops, dancing with your beloved. You're going to be encountering, when you encounter how much Jesus really loves you, you're not going to care about all that strife, not all that gold. Who cares? Give me some more of that. I want some more of Jesus' love. I want to be able to love him. I want to be able to love like he loves. I want to be able to love others with the proper love and right relationship that he wants me to love others with in, in the purity and righteousness. You start to desire these things so much. You're like, this is it. And it's so fulfilling and so satisfying. And it's an amazing journey. So you're gonna have, you're gonna start having a lot of fun when you let go of the old way, the old, you know, church age kind of tropes of Christianity and start walking in that kingdom age glory. You're gonna be happy and healthy. And I'm praying for you, wealthy and blessed and Holy Ghost blessed. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll, we'll see, see you, you next tomorrow. time. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed viewers of RLM TV. Thank you for joining us in this sacred space where we come together to explore the profound teachings of the Bible. Today I stand before you to extend a heartfelt invitation to support RLM TV, a platform that endeavors to bring the timeless wisdom of the scriptures into the homes and hearts of believers around the world. In the book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7, we are reminded that wisdom is the principal thing, and with all our getting we should get understanding. RLM TV is dedicated to providing that understanding, to unravel the layers of divine knowledge embedded in the Holy Scriptures. Your support is crucial in allowing us to continue this noble mission. As we embark on this journey, let us draw inspiration from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20, where Jesus instructs his disciples to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. RLM aspires to fulfill this divine commission by reaching out to souls across the globe, illuminating their lives with the light of God's Word. Your generous contributions play a pivotal role in sustaining this beacon of enlightenment. The Gospel of Luke chapter 6, verse 38 encourages us with the promise that when we give, it will be given to us in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. By supporting RLM TV, you are sowing seeds of spiritual abundance, not only for yourselves, but for countless others who will reap the harvest of God's grace through this ministry. In the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 10, we are challenged to bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in God's house. RLM TV is that spiritual storehouse where the sustenance of God's word is shared abundantly. Your financial contributions ensure that the storehouse remains full, allowing us to continue feeding the hungry souls seeking nourishment for their faith. In conclusion, let us heed the words of Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, which assures us that our God will supply every need of ours according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. As you consider contributing to RLM TV, know that you are partaking in a divine partnership to spread the richness of God's glory through the medium of internet and television. Thank you for your attention, and may your hearts be moved to support RLM TV as we journey together in the pursuit of spiritual enlightenment and understanding. 
God bless you abundantly. Amen.